Want to ring the bell? All right. Ding, ding. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Two Views Movies. I am your host, Garrett. Well, one of your hosts, Garrett. <laughs> and I am a host, Carson. <laughs> oh, man. We're here for the, I don't know, long-awaited... Uh, I, Heavily anticipated. I, yeah, I don't know if I would say long-awaited. I mean, I've been building up my hatred, building up to this movie, so I, I don't know that it's awaited for me. I guess I'm just ready to get it over with. So I, I'm coming out the gates hot, but I guess after the end of last episode, we everybody kind of knew where I where I stood. But we are we're talking Jurassic World Dominion, the last I think in this series of new Jurassic movies, the last in this trilogy, I, I guess. So I don't know where you go from Jurassic World, um, yeah, Jurassic Planet. I don't know. I mean, Same this is. World. I probably should have. I probably should have done a little bit of research. Is this the sixth movie? So did we go? Yes. We okay, did Park Lost Park. World three. Yeah. We took a break, and then we did World. Wait, what's the second one called? Jurassic World. Wow. Jurassic World in some guy's basement. <laughs> yeah, then, that's funny then, you say that. And then this because, one, <laughs> because the the only scene I immediately think of when I think of the second Jurassic World is the auction scene in the basement. That is, it, Fallen Kingdom is what they called it. Uh, yes. That is the like immediate scene that I think of for some reason. And there's a volcano. There's a volcano in that one. But yeah, the, I forgot about yeah. that. All right, well, we're just going to dive right into it this morning. I'm going to hit you with the blurb. We'll hit get the cast, and then we'll get going on spoiler-free thoughts. So, four years after Isla Nubar was destroyed... Dinosaurs now live and hunt alongside humans all over the world. This fragile balance will reshape the future and determine once and for all whether human beings are to remain the apex predators on a planet they now share with history's most fearsome creatures. Directed by Colin Trevorrow, who did the first Jurassic World, a movie that bombed called The Book of Henry, which helped get him kicked off of Star Wars Episode Nine. So he got writing credits for some of Episode Nine when he was calling it Duel of the Fates. Uh, so, I mean... Not the best resume in the world. I wouldn't even want. I wouldn't even <laughs> want writing credits on episode nine after that came out. Like, uh, it changed my mind. Take me <laughs> off of that. But if all you've got are Jurassic Worlds and and Book of Henry and that, it's a little bit of a tough ride. Cast: Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum, Sam Neill, DeWanda Weiss, Mamudu Athi, B.D. Wong, Justice Smith, Daniela Pineda. All right. <clears throat> yeah. So I think we need to set up. Uh, a little bit of expectations. You are not a fan of the franchise in general. So even the first one that is, I feel like, universally celebrated, you're kind of still meh on the original. It's a solid movie. It's it's like a four-star movie for me, right? I just never, I just don't, I never rewatched it a ton growing up. I mean, I never have a really a desire to go back to see it. And I honestly, I think it's because while the movie is good, I think that all the sequels have kind of just put a bad taste in my mouth to the point where I'm just like, I, I don't know that I really want to go watch this. But every time I watch the original Jurassic Park, I'm like, yeah, this is a good movie. This was this was right. This is the way it should have been done. It's pretty crazy what they pulled off. Um, it's just not something that like rises high to the top of my list. I'm not like one of those that's just going to rave about Jurassic Park, but it is solid. Yeah, so I, I mean, I I think the original is a fantastic movie. I thought, especially for the time, but even now, I think it holds up mm -hmm. very well. Um, clearly, they decline as they go. Uh, I thought Jurassic World was a good enough reboot with some different type of stuff. They still fell into the, some of the same trappings as uh, the the other sequels, but uh, I thought it was a good good little reboot. Uh, we did do an episode on uh, Jurassic World in the basement. Um, the, the falling kingdom, gosh, I, was that four years ago? Uh, that, I don't know. I that, mean, that's what the that blurb said, but let's see. Jurassic world was fallen kingdom. Yeah. was 2018. Wow. Uh, so I remember that episode. We were not, not pleased, uh, <laughs> with that movie and it's a, and there's, and rightfully so it is not, not good. Uh, this one, 
they kind of set up the plot of, like you just read the blurb of dinosaurs are off the island. We're off the island. We're in the world. Humans need to interact with them. And that's a cool concept of what do we do now? Are they protected? Are people hunting them? You know, what's what's the deal? Uh, how are we living side by side? Are just random dinosaurs eating people? You know, what's like, okay, we, we've, we've left the containment zone and now we are uh, out and about new concept, new world. Let's, let's do it. Let's see what they got. And then you're bringing back a little nostalgia. We got, you know, the, the old trill, the old threesome and then the, the, the new group and we're going to put them all together. We got potential. Now, are you hesitant from the, the previous movie? Sure. But, but we got potential. So I think, uh, that was that was kind of the expectation coming in for me of well let's let's see what they got let's see where they're going with this uh, and what we got was a retread it was it couldn't have been more of a retread like this season you maybe can do that with a sequel like we just saw Top Gun Maverick you know play into some of the the fun fun beats of of the original but this is the sixth movie and the sixth movie that's done pretty much the same thing. And part of part of me coming out of the theater was I disliked it very much, but I was trying to wrap my head around if you've never seen a Jurassic Park before, would you like this? And that's where I was trying to put put my brain. Could it be a movie for somebody brand new into the franchise? Sure, you're going to miss you know backstory, but at this point, who cares? Uh, but but could that person enjoy it? Is that why if somebody says, yeah, I like the movie, well, have you seen the other five? Because I think if you've seen the other five, you're not going to like this movie. Right. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I think that you could say that about a lot of franchises that run themselves into the ground, though. Like, is the is Jason X good the first time you see it? If you've never seen any of the other Jasons, like uh, Jason I, X is in space, right? So, um, yes. but like Jaws four, is that good? If you've never seen the original, come on, it's Jaws Revenge, and you know it. No, I know, but you see the route <laughs> I'm going here. Like, is Fast Nine good? If you've never seen the first ones, like, I think there's differing answers there, but I think you're touching on something that's exactly right. Like, do I think that? Do I think a kid seeing this movie for the first time, if they haven't seen any of the other Jurassic Parks, would think that it's it's entertaining and good? Yeah, maybe. Would an adult? I I don't know. I, I don't like. There's not enough depth there. I think to keep an adult's attention, right? There, there's visual stimuli, right? There's dinosaurs and there's chaos and stuff like that. But beyond that, it's just it's all shallow. There's you don't really care about any of the characters. Nobody's ever in danger of actually being harmed by any of these dinosaurs for whatever reason they just got you know either plot armor or they're just not going anywhere so um and i don't think it it did enough like it didn't have enough kinetic energy to me to like just keep the momentum going so i think to answer your question i would say for kids maybe for adults no but the key the crux of what you're saying is 100 percent spot on which is that nobody's figured out what to do with the jurassic formula after the first movie they just mm -hmm. it's it's either change settings and still have dinosaurs running amok or have a bigger better dinosaur each time but in the end it's still just a dinosaur fighting like you can make up some name and give it some apex predator qualities and tell me all this stuff but in the end it's just a different dinosaur that is supposedly that you are telling me is bigger and badder than the, the other one that i've seen before and that's about the extent of the creativity that these movies go. Yeah, at least Lost World introduced poachers. Like, okay, we're we're doing something a little different. You have poachers, and then uh, T Rex got brought to land, you know, and so he's running around a city, you know, and so that's that's a, a little bit different. We started getting outside the box, and then we went right back to a second island, you know, right. or we already were on a second island, you know. It was um, we went right back to an island. Yeah. And then this did essentially this the same thing. I mean, we're repeating the first trilogy, like movie, movie per movie, and I really thought that we'd get a more expanded dinosaurs on on uh, running around the U.S. or across the world. Yeah, for something that they 
pose as the central element to their movie, they don't really utilize very well and barely at all, I would even argue, this concept of dinosaurs being all over and we have to find ways to integrate with them and stuff. They they show them in some pretty like, well, it's, it's actually news clips uh, in the beginning. And then they kind of try to tie a bow on it in the end with some of the last shots of the movie. But in between, you're not really building anything around the fact that dinosaurs are prevalent in society. You're building it all around another remote location where there's a sanctuary where things are going wrong. Like, <laughs> yeah. So why even pose that as a plot point? Why even establish that if, you're, if that's not what you're going to run with? Yeah. And I, and I think part of the appeal to Jurassic Park is that we'd never seen, never is a strong word, but, but truly we'd never seen effects like this yeah. uh, happen. We'd never seen the dinosaurs brought to life in such realism before on screen. Now with CGI, it's old hat, you know? Yeah. And so you're not amazed by, you know, the T-Rex anymore, um, Maybe you like seeing him on screen, but you're not saying, well, how did they do that? Like, right. that's that's a real live dinosaur, you know, chasing these people. That's really cool. Like, that's not a that's not a thing. So you, you lose a lot of that uh, appeal for this movie. So then you have to make the dinosaurs themselves actual characters. Mm-hmm. And, and how do you do that? You know, uh, right. and so it's uh, and that, you can tell they, they've struggled with it in the, the first Lost World. They try to make blue. Uh, a new character in this of it. The Raptors are intelligent and Chris Bratt's training one like a dog. Um, so you can have a little bit of interaction to make the, them emotion and feel a little bit deeper. But at, at the same time, that can only get you so far. It's a, yeah. uh, you have a, a dog essentially in, in a movie. Um, but then you have a whole bunch of other dogs, you know, and, I don't know. It's 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 hard to work with. Uh, yeah. And so essentially, you have human versus human uh, with some ancillary booby traps. Well, and to your point, the whole thing with blue, in my opinion, was designed to create good and bad dinosaurs. Before mm-hmm. all the dinosaurs were just—I mean, not all of them were a threat because some of them were omnivores or herbivores, so they're not like threatening necessarily our human characters. But that was their attempt to mix up the formula a little bit and say, okay, not all dinosaurs are bad. Now we've got good raptors that are going to help us fight off the bad dinosaurs. We've got good humans and bad humans, and now we've got good dinosaurs and bad dinosaurs. And that's something that they still play with in this movie a little bit. Well, actually, they, they do a fair amount. But it's just, in the end, it's, like you said, it's old hat. We've seen it. I've seen dinosaurs on the screen since 90, what, 3, 94 now? 3. Yeah, yeah like... To your point, it, it's it's just it's been there, done that. So what can we do? So I think the best comparisons to this movie from a problem standpoint are the monster movies, whether you want to Godzilla, King Kong, Rampage, those kinds of movies. At some point, we have seen giant monsters destroy buildings. So what do you need to do to now make that more interesting? Because at some point, no matter how cool you try to make it or whatever landmark you have them destroy, people are going to feel like they've kind of been there, done that. And I don't think Jurassic Park or the Jurassic franchise, I should say, has a good answer for that. They, they don't know what to do with the characters, the human characters, to make it fun. Like the first Godzilla um, from, what's like 2014, so I shouldn't say the first one, but like the, 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 late, the first in their reboot of ones that we had before King of the Monsters, before Kong, like it had a really kind of compelling story with, Cranston and um, uh, Scarlet Witch, you know, right? Mm-hmm. Like there were some cool things going on there, and they and they shot it in different ways that we I felt like we hadn't seen before. Jurassic doesn't try to mix up anything; it doesn't change the way we've shot the movies. It doesn't it doesn't feel comfortable, I guess, putting the dinosaurs on the background and having the humans do something interesting. They have them do the same stuff over and over and over again, and I I think they're just convinced that this is Jurassic. People want to see dinosaurs and the discussion in the writer's room is like, let's just keep throwing dinosaurs on the screen. We'll make a new dinosaur. There's always a bigger fish. We'll make a new one and people will just come and see it. And I guess to a certain extent, they're not wrong. I think this is going to make some good money, but from a review standpoint and a watchability standpoint, it's just the same thing over and over again. Well, and I, I, I a hundred percent agree. Uh, the issue I think again is 
a focus on the wrong target audience. I look at the first Jurassic Park while we as kids saw it, loved it. It's a it's pushing the line of a horror movie. Um, yeah, Samuel Jackson's arm getting ripped off, and you mm-hmm. see the bloody stump. You have raptors creeping around every corner. These are smart creatures. You have things in the dark that are jumping out at you uh, and and chasing you. The the stomping of the T Rex is mm-hmm. oh crap! There's something around here. Uh, like th- it's it's a horror vibe. No other movie after that has has that. They try to do that in the last movie with this, you know, ra- <laughs> yeah. raptor Rex thing that they train and, you know, make it really dark, you know, and to your, because you say, because the CGI is so bad that you make mm-hmm. everything dark so you can hide your, your, your cheapness. Um, but that was the, that's really in the whole string of six movies, really the only horror vibe beyond people yelling, just kind of running away from a dinosaur. There, there's no horror element in the feeling. Um, there, there's no suspense, uh, from the actors of what's around the next corner type of thing. It's just, Oh, I'm, I happen to be being chased by a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. And I think they don't want to lose the kids, yeah. uh, because kids like dinosaurs, kids buy dinosaur toys. And, and I think, kids want to hey mommy can i go see a dinosaur you know i think that's uh which isn't a bad marketing plan but i think that's uh, from a tell, selling tickets mode but not um, a good story mode uh and that i feel like that uh that's where they kind of steered the wrong way from the original yep I, i'm with you i i think i would be interested to know um so not, not not that my kids are younger, but neither of my kids have seen it yet. Um, but I, I would be curious to know if kids liked it because I don't I don't know that there's enough like goofiness and fun or like to your point, the first Jurassic Park was scary, but not to a point where it would like I mean I don't think like disturb a kid, you know, like it, it teeters right on that line of like old Spielberg, like Goonies where it's like, okay, that's a little maybe dark for, you know, an eight year old, but are they going to be, you know, irreparably scarred by it? No, I don't think so. Like maybe a couple nightmares, you know, maybe we were, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. but no, I, I think you're, I think you're spot on with that. I think it, there's, there's no, honestly, this movie has no feeling at all. No horror, no comedy, no drama. Uh, I would, action isn't a feeling, but, the action scenes that are there don't instill any kind of feeling in you. Like I, I would bet if you looked at like my vitals during this movie, it was just total flat line. Like I, I didn't go up or down anything. And I think that's where it's tough for me to talk about this movie a little bit because it's not good, but I also didn't like, like actively hate it. It wasn't one of those where I was like groaning or like eye rolling. I'm more just like, can we get this over with? Like this is clearly going nowhere, not in a direction I want to want it to go or that I even enjoy. So can we, can we just end it is sort of my stance on the movie. Um, But it, it would be nice to see them introduce some risk. I feel like there's never a threat to anybody in any of these movies. And that's the precedent we've set up. And and I get that you can have successful franchises that do that. Like generally speaking, when we watch all these Marvel movies, are we worried that, you know, Captain America is going to die in Captain America too? Like, no, probably not. Right. But they do a good enough job of keeping the suspense up, maybe making you think ancillary characters are at risk. This is just, there's no threat of anything. I, in no point in this movie did I anticipate any of the main people ever being at risk for dying or not coming back. Yeah. That that is not even a tease, you know, it's just, it's pretty, everything's just pretty right in front of you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, the acting, uh, I thought was, was pretty disappointing outside of, uh, the Wanda wise. I actually really enjoyed her character. I did too. Um, I usually love Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. He they gave him essentially nothing to work with. Can can uh, I ask you a question on that one? Yeah. How much do you really like Chris Pratt? And I'm saying like let's set aside Guardians and you mm-hmm. have to set aside Parks and Rec. What has Chris <laughs> Pratt done outside of those two things that you actually enjoy or enjoy him in? Well, I I enjoyed him in the first Jurassic World. I like okay. his banter, I like his comments. Um 
you know, I just, I liked his personality that he gave. It was more of a, um, Indiana Jones feel Mm -hmm. of that kind of a silly quick witted, you know, which is basically star Lord. So, I mean, can you, uh, but those, the movies that they tried to make him, which I think they've done lately, uh, at that time travel movie that Mm -hmm. we watched, um, uh, they make him too serious and they're trying to make him just a straight action badass, which you can't have that, but you're losing the little pluckiness, you know, uh, of him that I think what is makes the most him entertaining. Him. Yeah. And, and that's what makes it entertaining to me. I think whether that's the writing or he's actually quick witted, um, I think he is, but I, I enjoy that in a movie here. Sure. They gave him uh, same character that they had in the first movie, but they've stripped him of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you could say, oh, that's just life, you know, and now he's a depressed man, you know, well, but actually tr- trying to keep his family <laughs> together, you know. So, yeah. yeah. But if you if you think about the arc of these three movies, you know, the second movie, they were split up. So if there was ever a movie where he was going to be, you know, to your, use your word, not plucky, it would have been number two. But he's he's with Bryce Dallas Howard in this movie and they're trying to live a life. So, like, he has no real reason to not be you know, at least somewhat jovial, I guess. Well, even the, the second movie has one of my favorite lines from him of, you know, if I don't come back, remember this is your fault. You know, you think <laughs> it's like a, a, a loving something yeah. and then he turns and, and then uh, he, he turns it and, and it's like, oh, God, you know, the, 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 there he is. And then yeah. the rest of the movie, it's it's not. But they, they start him out that way. Again, of them back and forth. And, and there was not, none of that. He had no one to play off of. Um, there, there was no... Uh, again, uh, at least we got some funny Chris Pratt lines. Yeah. They gave him nothing, nothing there. I agree. Um, Sam Neill, to me, did not act like Doctor Grant as as I know him from three movies. This is the th- third movie that he that he's in. He seemed like Sam Neill, and Sam Neill was bored. <laughs> like like <laughs> even the voice inflections and nothing, like nothing screamed Doctor Grant to me. It was just a guy. Well, this is one of those comments that I had, which is more like, do people really feel like a strong sense of not ownership, but uh, like a value? Like, do they do they really put these characters on a pedestal like some of the other characters we've come to know in other franchises? I just feel like I've never run into anybody who just loves the Jurassic franchise and just is is dying to know where Doctor Grant is in today's day and age, right? It's just a like to your point. It's more about the dinosaurs, but it's just weird to me. Like when we were in the theater, like some people were like clapping when people came back on scene. Like really, like you you really care about Sam Neill's character from this franchise? It, it established, it ingrained in you that much to, that you that you really want to know what Doctor Malcolm has been up to for a while. Like I don't know. Well, I you I'd, had I'd, you had two movies with Doctor Malcolm, and then he cameoed in maybe two more. Uh, sure. So people like Jeff Goldblum, you know. Lord Dern, I get, I get this is her, her her third movie too, um, and Sam Neill. It's I feel like there's a you you kind of want to see the the originals, you know, if you can. And I don't know, I'm not a cheerer in movies, so I'm, <laughs> I'm not one to to get to that point anyway. Uh, yeah. So I I can't attest to what they're feeling, but you know, it's like oh, it's it's fun to bring them back, uh, but do something with them, you know, make make them. Make him make a better writer, better movie, you know. And so, I mean, that's that's essentially what it comes down to. Of we had, uh, and we can get more into that in, in the spoilers. But we just had kind of the the old group, and then we had the new group, and they they kind of did their own thing throughout the whole movie. And so, which is probably why the runtime was so long, is because they didn't know how to integrate them. Uh, but it, I think, it needed to have them inter interweaved uh, more to make it make it a better movie yeah it, it felt very paint by numbers it, it felt like we have our jurassic formula we're just going to stick with it it's the last one in the trilogy why mix it up now you know let's and, plot forward and i speaking of laura dern i didn't realize she was 23 in the first jurassic park yeah she was I, I 23 recently yeah sam neill was 43 <laughs> yeah. and they were uh, a couple, which yeah. in 93, I guess no one batted an eye at, but it'd be really looked upon differently. Yeah. Um, she did, she didn't Hollywood look 23. Thing. She looked 40 to me. Yeah. She looked um, older. That, 
they look the same, same thing, same age. And now, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're together. He, she's in her forties, into the sixties. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, uh, that was weird to find out. <laughs> yeah. She was a lot younger than what I thought she was in those movies. I, and I only found that out recently. Yeah. But no, I just thought the, the acting and, and I had, and I feel like they're good actors. Uh, so I can't put it on them as much as just the script and the writing. Yeah, it was bad. Um, I will say the standout in the bad acting though was the bad guy. I some of the things they had him do and say were Steve so. Jobs. Yeah, well, Tim, uh, Tim Cook is what it really felt like, right? The mm-hmm. guy who took over from Steve Jobs. Um, but it was they tried to make him quirky in a way in certain scenes, and like he in some scenes he was very very straight laced. And then in other scenes, he would just do these random little things with either what he said or his like physical reactions, and it didn't work at all. It was that was the only time where I really got like some bad eye rolls. Was like that was really stupid. Like I, I get you're trying to make him because he's not like a big bad imposing bad guy. He's the billionaire bad guy, and so you're just trying to give him a little bit of variety. But the way that they did it and how they wrote it and what they had him say was just so corny and so tacky. Yeah, he was as throwaway of a character as you could, you could have. Yeah, you know, it, he was nothing more than a, a, a MacGuffin, a plot device to to kind of get us to the next scene. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll get into it in the spoiler section, but him and the plot line that they built around him to drive the whole movie was one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. I and I don't know how how you arrive at a point like that when brainstorming the outline of a Jurassic movie. I I don't know how, I just don't, I mean, it feels like they had like a little spinner from a board game and they were just spinning it and like, okay, it landed on this. This is what we're going to go with. And we don't really care because we're just going to add dinosaurs and the same characters people love around it. So nobody's going to really care about this. But when you really experience it, you're like, this This plot is so stupid. Why are we doing this? Who came up with this? And and uh, like I said, we'll dive into that a little bit more here in a minute. I think I would have liked your spinner idea better if the overall plot wasn't already etched in stone from the original five. You know, I think your spinner idea is, okay, we're, we're basically going to put them in the same situation and then we'll spin. You know, they already had the, we're going to, put them in another enclosure. <laughs> so you're yeah. stuck here and then we'll we'll spin to say, hey, that's that's almost different than random. That it is very I'm gonna go on on record and say this is the worst written. Um and that's saying a lot from the last auction movie and dinosaurs that can populate the entire earth fit in a basement of a mansion. <laughs> yeah. Um not a concrete, anyway, that it can house a brontosaurus alone, much less mm-hmm. all the dinosaur species to auction them off in this basement, uh, is what we're forced to believe happened here. And that's that's stupid enough. And then they come, they rally back with this, and it is, it's very disappointing. It's why my rating is a one and a half. Wow. Uh, it is, it, it's just a waste. It's a giant waste of talent, of money, of concept. And they phoned it in. I think everybody across the board phoned it in. And it's it, it's probably, if I had no context and, and sat down and watched it, it may be a two. That's probably mm-hmm. a two. You know, but after seeing five movies, it's, you just want to stop. Like, <laughs> stop. This, yeah. this franchise should stop because you, you're not trying. Yeah. You're not trying. I I don't have much more to add to that um, other than I'm at a two, but that's uh, it's rare that you're a little bit harsher on a movie, especially one where I had so much animosity built up going into it. But um, I, you know, my line has always been that there's the line between a two and a one point five is like the quality at which it's made, and like did I actively like hate it and like physically groaning or throwing up my hands during the movie? That didn't happen in this one. It's not a good movie. Um, I'm not going to argue with your 1.5 because on a level of boredom, it is 100% a 1.5 because I was bored from start to finish. 
Um, and then you add in the fact that it's two hours and 20 minutes of boredom. That's way too much, uh, for, for this kind of movie. So I was at a two, but I, I am nowhere near a two and a half. Um, and I would not even remotely argue with your one and a half. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if someone gave it a two as you just did fine. Um, but again, your expectations were, were so low. I'm not yeah. sure that, uh, you know, <laughs> they can well, even meet your expectations. I mean, I, I guess what I should say was. about that, though, is like my expectations were low because because I've seen the same thing for five movies, like to your point, right? There's nothing new that's coming along or nothing original. So like, I, why? What what reason would I have for expecting anything more? But was I, I was at least hoping that like there'd be so some nugget of something new that I could latch onto or some nugget of something funny or a cool scene that I could at least take away. And it just does none of that. It, it gave me nothing, but it didn't veer into, you know, outwardly like bad to me, but it's, it's certainly, certainly boring. Well, before we get into spoilers, I do want to make sure that we, uh, we thank our sponsor for this, this week's episode of Jurassic world, uh, the exit room in Lee summit. Hey guys. As we all start to return to normal after two years of absolute craziness, we've got an idea for something a little different for you to do with your friends and family. Something that gets you out of the house, interacting with actual human beings, and back into the world. We're proud to introduce you to The Exit Room. Go check out this incredible escape room business located in historic downtown Lee Summit, Missouri. The Exit Room is a family-owned, five-star rated, one-of-a-kind escape room experience that has been entertaining the KC metro area for nearly seven years now. They have five uniquely designed escape room adventures guaranteed to challenge, amuse, and even amaze you. Gather your party and come check out their friendly staff, their amazing decor, and contagious energy as you solve puzzles, riddles, and unravel mysteries. But hurry! The Exit Room is retiring two of their rooms very soon and replacing them with new adventures. Use promo code 2VIEWS at checkout for a 20% discount. That's the numeral 2 and the word VIEW, no spaces. The Exit Room. Unplug. Interact. Escape. So thank you, Exit Room, and now let's, uh, let's get into some spoilers. All right, let's do it. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. Okay, so... <laughs> why would you have a dinosaur movie <laughs> with the concept that you're toying with of dinosaurs being all over the Earth and thinking about what kind of havoc that could cause? I mean, they... They kind of toy with it in the opening where, like, you know, big pterodactyl type things are landing on buildings and, you know, all these other things are happening. So you kind of set it up, but then you just take a hard 90 degree turn and instead spend the rest of the movie driving a story about prehistoric locusts that are ravaging farmland. And it's all tied to this genetics guy who is also trying to do work with dinosaurs and he's just trying to corner the market to make tons of money. Like why, why are locusts eating crops? Like, let's just call it what it is. It's locusts eating crops. Why is that the main through line of your entire movie in the last in six Jurassic world movies? Like why? I, I can't answer that. I can't answer how that's the, the plot. I think the only thing, the only thing they were trying to do is, you know, B.D. Wong has been in all of them, I don't maybe. Know, maybe. I don't know if he's cameoed. I know he's been in the last three Jurassic Worlds. Um, but somehow they try to give him a redemption arc for some reason. And that that's the only way that we feel like we can bring him in, you know, is he fixes the locust. Like, well, I, I don't. I, I gotta think that if you're going to go that route and you want him to be a DNA expert and fix the DNA, there's other routes to go besides locusts eating crops across the world. Like, there, there's got to be another plot mechanism you could come up with to to make that like storyline happen. I created a dinosaur that eats the locusts. I don't know. I just <laughs> I don't. Locusts shouldn't be in there. Like, no, they, they should. They, they shouldn't be in the movie at all. 
It, I, it's I, stupid. I can't believe they did that. I, I, I thought when they first introduced it that it would just be a jumping point into something else, but then they ran with it the whole movie, and I, it's just every time they revisited that because that's essentially what uh, Malcolm Grant and I can't remember her name, but Laura Dern's character, like those, all three of them are like tied hand in hand to the Locust storyline. The mm-hmm. other stuff going on is where Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, that's where they're all at. So it's like you you wanted to bring them together, and in the end you do, but you you split them up for basically half the movie because you know Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard are chasing after their you know quote unquote daughter, trying to figure out what's going on with her, but she just happens to be taken by the Biosyn people who are doing the locust research, and then Malcolm and them are trying to figure out the locust research. So it's it's like you got two not even really two plots. You have one plot, but then the other people are over on the other side and you, you just, you're trying to get them to a point to mesh up, but then all you've effectively done is just taken the three characters that you brought back for nostalgia that supposedly people love and shoved them with a horrible storyline for the entire movie. Yeah. It's, it's bad. It's really bad. They, uh, you convince Dr. Grant by bringing him a giant locust to come and do, I mean, clearly he didn't need to be convinced to go anywhere with, with Laura Dern. Yeah. You know, like that, that he was going to do whatever, you know, just to be around her. I, I get, I get that, but the, it is dumb. You, you introduce the, like you said, the ecological impact of dinosaurs and then you ignore the ecological impact of dinosaurs and have some random locusts. Yeah. You know, like you, you can't tie any of those together. Like, like <laughs> it's, 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 it's dumb, and then even his solution's dumb. Oh, he, the solution's worse than the problem. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 yeah. There's there's no thought, and I think the only the only thing is how do we get her to the reserve? You know, yeah. And how do we get them to the to the the wildlife reserve? And I don't. It pains me that that's what they came up with. Yeah. I mean, when you say it out loud, it's it's even dumber, right? Because you start having to say, okay, well, the same people that, you know, well, because they didn't create the park, but the Biosyn people are, are working on the genetic engineering of dinosaurs again, and they intentionally created these locusts to then corner the market, and the locusts don't eat these specific crops, and that's what's going to allow them to become a trillion-dollar company. But things are starting to go wrong, and their only answer to figuring out how to go wrong is to get this girl who was genetically modified, or a clone of her mom, <laughs> because her cells can fix themselves. So then we're going to figure out how her cells are doing that and that experiment, and then take that and apply it to the locusts that are already spread across the earth. And... <laughs> and just and the the clone can only because they've never done that before. So okay, it's the only human clone. But then Blue's daughter is the only dinosaur that we mixed with this yeah. special DNA. That, that's it. You just made one raptor. Like none of the other raptors have this same DNA sequence. Yeah. It, uh, it, again, I think it was a way to bring Blue back into the story and have everybody be in here in this one last hurrah and give give them a reason to go chasing after the dinosaur. And uh, well, fine if you want to steal the baby raptor. Sure, who wouldn't want a baby raptor? But yeah. you didn't need to say that it's the most unique dinosaur. Yeah. Ever. I. I yeah, I, and I that, agree. That, that's the key. I can't do this without it. I, like, why? <laughs> I know. Why you? There's literally. Now, supposedly millions of dinosaurs now and there's and, one that you need and even when the movie's over like i don't get a sense that the problem is fixed like you see wong releasing this one genetically modified locust back into the swarm i'm still not sure how that corrects the problem of all the other whatever millions of locusts that are out there that are still genetically engineered to kill the farm system except for biosyn yeah. products <laughs> and they said they're oh they're multiplying so rapidly you know but they're all staying in one I... dump dump but yep. a, a, as you mentioned before we even got there before we even got to the locust they did the uh planet of the apes graphic mm-hmm. of dinosaurs spreading across the entire world four years mind you four mm-hmm. years and they all came from the basement of this house. The basement of this house, which we saw maybe 90% of them didn't actually get the dinosaurs of these 
arms dealers or whatnot. They didn't get the dinosaurs they purchased because of all the havoc that happened. They all ran and got killed and whatnot. So how did they, they cross the oceans? How did they get to the spread in four years and then just overpopulate? Right. Like the, it makes no sense of why all these dinosaurs are across every continent. They snuck on boats, snuck on. <laughs> yeah. You never know, man. They oh, get that. that. Those sneaky triceratops well, and snuck I'm sure on our boat to Asia. <laughs> they're also kind of alluding to the fact, though, in, in this movie that um, there's like, you know, dinosaur trade going on, right? There's this black Four market. Four years. How, I know. To, and it's not like they had multiple dinosaurs in the basement of the same species. I mean, it's not like it's a Noah's Ark type of thing. <laughs> you know, you had to get both of them and then... It, it doesn't make sense of how were they truly all in the basement? Like I remember the basement scene, but like, did they say that that every yeah. dinosaur was in the basement? So every yeah. dinosaur that came from the island made it. They to went there basement. to auction. Huh. I I don't care enough to remember that movie. But I I I remember the basement scene. I just didn't remember it being said that like, yeah, like we have the brontosaurus down here or whatever. And and then they got out, and then you see them all running from the. The mansion, <laughs> free into the world, but somehow got to all the other continents. These uh, movies and, are so and populated, stupid. and all of a sudden there's herds of them. You yeah. know, it. Sure, you get four. I'm saying four years doesn't make sense. If sure. you're saying this is 30 years in the from the original Jurassic Park, and now dinosaurs are right are out. Okay, you know, you, it's not a big of a plot hole, but. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, they clearly didn't care. I mean, I genuinely think, mm-hmm. like I said earlier, they they think that the dinosaurs sell, and perhaps they're not wrong. If the numbers are still showing that these movies are making money, then then they're clearly not wrong. But I think they just don't care. Uh, I, I know that's very flippant of me to say. I, I've never made a movie. I'm not in the movie business. But everything I'm seeing about this franchise makes me think that they feel like the the Jurassic Park logo. And dinosaurs are what sell everything about this movie, and it doesn't matter what else they throw on the screen. We'll throw a couple big names on there. We'll bring the family back, the cast back, and then you know people will just line up and see it because it's a summer Jurassic Park movie, and it might be right. It, yes, I mean that, that, that's they're putting the logo on there and hoping people go see it. Like yeah. that's that that's it. But the promise was dinosaurs in the world. How do we deal with them? Yeah. Like they're they are amongst us, and we immediately go to we've contained them. Mm-hmm. Like wait, wait, Again. we didn't. We had a news cycle of they're around us, and then like, but we've managed to contain them in this valley with a with a gen or a what force field over the top <laughs> yeah. of it, Some essentially, kind of so they system. can't fly out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that keeps them. Like like that's what we we get them out just to immediately put them back. It's I'm just saying. another island. Yeah, they don't know what to do. I mean. They could have had a movie where dinosaurs are like, I mean, put everything in New York, right? They're running around in New York. It's kind of what the Lost World did, but you know, you have more of them. You you could have, you could have said it much much later in the future. You know, like ten fifteen years. Everybody's all a little bit older and had it had it be a little bit more run down and scary. There's so many ways you could have gone with this, but they just, again, they just said, let's just make another Jurassic Park. You can have dinosaurs amongst us and not have to have the global feel. You right. could have them in a small town mm-hmm. that they're just around and then go back to the dinosaurs are a problem, yeah. you know, and I'm trying to get out of this. Now, is it more difficult to bring all of those players to a small town, you know, and have that sense of risk of of a raptor running around? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you, I, do, I think I, that's easily written, right? Like, you know, Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard, you know, kind of retire from their, you know, sciencey dinosaur training thing. They're, I mean, because they did kind of put them out they in the middle of nowhere that. already, right? They threw them out right. in the middle of nowhere in the woods. So throw them in a little town like Tremors and then have... You Tremors know, was exactly <laughs> what I was picturing when I was saying little town with, with the well, monsters. Well, I mean, sure. That's, I mean, what else, what other movie are you going to think uh-huh. of immediately is that? But yeah, there's a million different ways you could have gone with this. But again, I think they see that as running a risk. If you If you take... Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard and put them in a small town terrorized by a couple of raptors or a couple of new dinosaurs or whatever it is. Um, it's not big. It's not, 
um, opening in the Bering Sea with a big giant dinosaur under the water. You know, like people are going to be like, why didn't I see my 50 different varieties of dinosaur? I only saw one. And it doesn't matter how good or scary it is. You're, they feel like people want to see just dinosaur after dinosaur. And it's got to be a newer and bigger and better one. I mean, hell, the last scene of this movie <laughs> is a rip of the first Jurassic World. So the first Jurassic World, it was like, well, we, we, we can't have, the raptors are good now, so they have to fight somebody. So they fight, I don't know if they fight the T-Rex or if they fight, I forget who they fight, but it's a dinosaur v. dinosaur battle, right? And then in this mm-hmm. one, they do the same thing. But instead, we've introduced two new dinosaurs, which are supposedly better than the T-Rex, but then they team up to fight. It's just like, guys, we, we have seen this exact ending already. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, it was the raptor and the T-Rex fighting the... Uh, Indominus Rex or something like that? I don't know which well, one. That, that was one of them. I don't know which movie yeah. that was in. The, the name of that, yeah. But... Oh yes, that 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 is Jurassic World because then we had the the Super Raptor whatever. Yeah, in the next one. So yeah, like heat but yeah they they, te- they team up to fight and you're like what what? Yeah, right. I I don't know why do they do they hate each other? Like what's yeah. this other one with with Wolverine claws? You know we've <laughs> right. talked about them. That, nothing. We, I know. We've seen it, but we we don't know what it is or what it. Right. And when it was yeah. over, I was like, why why aren't those two fighting? Like, did they? Do they know they were partners? Like, what the hell is this? They're celebrating now. You think the T Rex would immediately go after that thing? Yeah, <laughs> no. It's just dumb, man. It's dumb and lazy, and it's but, to the point. But you where... could still have the same intro of you know you're bearing straight and eating mm-hmm. the crabs for some reason. I I, I doubt that dinosaur ate crabs. Right, swimming next to blue whales, and not eating blue whales. <laughs> right. Um, you could still have that same intro of dinosaurs are amongst us but then have the movie small mm-hmm. you know and saying oh at any given time running around Kansas city missouri a pterodactyl flies through and is terrorizing them you know and, and there's raptors everywhere like yep. there's something you can you can you don't ha- you can have them um, around the world but then bring it small which is what they did but they made it another park right yeah, they did. And, that, and no one wants to see that. Same thing. He's got to flip power switches on and off. Somebody's trying to steal some secrets out. I mean, truly, just nothing original about this movie. And I, I would be fine with that to a certain extent if they made it interesting. But it's it's unoriginal and it's uninteresting. Agreed. No. no, no. Yeah. No um, issue there. So... We had kind of talked about this earlier this week. I'm curious to get your thoughts now that we're done with this one. I guess, what is your overall stance on the Jurassic franchise? And like, how in regards do you hold it? Um, you know, it's going to be t- tough to rank like where in your list of franchises. But generally speaking... How are you left feeling about the Jurassic franchise as a whole now? Well, the franchise should be over because they don't, they have not figured it out of doing something different. Mm-hmm. There, there's, I, I'm no longer teased with there's going to be something else. And so the franchise needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, if you say one of the best movies of that if you could just carve off the first one mm-hmm. uh that's what's elevating the entire rest of the franchise even i'm even willing to take jurassic world one and jurassic park one and elevate those above many other singular movies in other franchises but as a whole it's a disaster yeah it's a you can't i mean you have two that are good and i'd say three that are real bad and then one that's okay yeah you know um like that's that's where i'm at so the the whole franchise clearly if you if you're leaving me after watching that one um it's not good yeah i i don't know exactly how to like quantify this for listeners but my general stance is that i feel that it's one of the worst popular franchises that we have meaning you know, going back to that social media graphic that we saw, um, just explaining, I guess, a little bit about what we saw earlier this week. You know, it's it was a which three franchises are you going to keep? And there was Jurassic World and Harry Potter, and I shouldn't say Jurassic World. It's like the, the Jurassic Universe, Harry Potter, Back to the Future, Marvel, DC, Star Wars, um, all those kinds of things were listed out. Fast and the Furious, 
and it just sort of sparked a conversation with us. And we were like, well, which of these, you know, if you want to keep three, which ones are going? And as I look at that list of franchises, they included Avatar, which isn't fair because Avatar only has one movie. But I now look at that list. I'm like, I think Jurassic, the Jurassic universe might be the worst franchise that there is because I don't even think that much highly of Jurassic World. And yes, Jurassic Park is good, but the other ones are just so terrible and boring that I I think I would be willing to say right now that I consider it the worst popular slash highly regarded franchise. Or I don't know quite how to say that, but you know, Jurassic Park is an, is a known entity, right? The like you see the logo, you say Jurassic, everybody knows that it's it's this. You know, we have rides at Universal Studios. We've sold billions of dollars of toys, I'm sure, and shirts and all that stuff. But as far as the content behind it, I think it's one of the worst that there is. Yeah, um, I was trying to think of a good comparison, and you didn't talk long enough for me to to, to come up with one. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, you know, obviously, like you know, Double Seven, you know, uh, and your like the known the known yeah. ones of. When you see, oh, this studio was purchased, you know, Rocky and Creed, and you're like, right. okay, what does that studio own? And you're going through, and I was like, well, that's okay, that's what they're paying for. You know, that's they're paying for that name, and the you're going to see a reboot of that franchise or um, things like that. I, I guess my my biggest easiest comparison is like the the Fox X Men okay. franchise of how uh, you basically had a similar reboot. Uh, you had your first three, then you had another three, and those were awful. It mm-hmm. made me hate it, um, and that's how they left it. But the Phoenix, oh, they just didn't care. Um, they didn't know how to use what they had. Um, yeah. And so I, I feel like it's it's on par with that, and that left me very, very angry. Um, yeah. So that's, I'd say it's a fair statement. Um, it's definitely the most popular bad franchise that's still making movies <laughs> yeah so um, I, I went back and found the graphic just so everybody can know and here's what was on it it says you have to lose three of these franchises forever and any future projects but the the list that i'm comparing them to is star <laughs> wars harry potter 007 marvel lord of the rings star trek dc fast and furious indiana jones avatar back to the future jurassic park i think you have to throw avatar off because it's horrifically stupid that you would put that one on there when it's only got one movie but well it's got five movies now (laughs) right but we haven't gotten there yet so out of that list i think yeah i mean jurassic park is going to be my first my first one out because that's one good movie i I don't want to keep i mean harry potter for me is probably the closest one to it because i'm just eh on like every harry potter movie but um I mean, Jurassic is just its just not a good franchise, man. I, I can find things that are redeemable about any of these other ones. And I actually think the better comparison for Jurassic Park, and I mentioned it earlier, in a way, is probably Jaws. The first one is so good. It was horror-ish, monster movie. Mm-hmm. Um, not a coincidence, probably, that Spielberg made both. Probably said, hey, look what I did with a shark. I can do it with a dinosaur. Great. Everyone after that is just something that, who cares? Like, it's either bad or like, why do I even bother with it? So I, I feel like Jaws is like a pretty good adequate, like all we need is a Jaws reboot to like really see if we can pull that off. Um, but yeah, I'd the say Meg. Jaws. <laughs> the Meg. I mean, yeah, but I, I think it has to be a quality attempt at that. And I, <laughs> I don't know that the Meg was ever going for that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're, you're not wrong. I mean, it's a, it's a franchise that is, should be done. Yeah, should be done. And so, and then that brings me back to like the stakes of this movie. Uh, we have we brought back three characters. Um, well, uh, I guess a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. If you want to go, you know, BD Wong and right, you know, ancillary. But we introduced two more. You know, uh, we brought back the Jurassic World crew, uh, mm-hmm. all of them, and we lost. No one except the bad guy mm-hmm. that had a speaking line. Yeah. Nobody else died. Um, there's no risk. You you, you got to bring some cannon fodder. Yeah. You got to introduce 
you know, Dr. Malcolm's buddy and then have him get killed. You gotta, you need the Samuel Jacksons. You need the Raptor guy that, that you kind of, that you need to kill off the lawyer. You know, you may not like him, Mm -hmm. but you know him. (laughs) So it's uh, there, there's no, you said there's no stakes because they didn't kill anybody. Why not kill off Sam Neill? Right. You're, you're hoping that they, he actually gets the girl and off into the sunset. Yeah. Why not kill off Dr. Malcolm? He had a great, you know, scene of him, you know, we're going to throw back to the T-Rex and he's trying to save his group. Last time it was a sacrificial thing. He thought he was going to die. Maybe this time you actually kill him, mm-hmm. you know, saving the rest of the group. He doesn't need to be in any more of these movies. I can't. What, what are you saving him for? I think Give him a hero's sign off. <laughs> I think it's just the kid thing. It's the marketing angle. I don't think they wanted to kill off any of their big characters for sake of upsetting the audience but yeah there's no risk and i think it's in the way they write it and film it too like in no point did i ever think that i I think there were scenes where we thought they were supposed to be in jeopardy like i I think it was supposed to feel that way but i never did i was like there's zero chance that any of these people are dying that's just because you could tell the way it was written truly if you had killed off all three of the originals and that been great that been great it's like you know we realize we're done you know, we don't need to come back for another one. Right. And give them, you don't have to do it, oh, she got eaten by locusts. Give her, a, you know, a hero's, right. you know, we're, we're going to do this. You, they can have them die together. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. But, but give them purpose and weight behind it so you care. Yeah. You know, no, no one cares about about these people. Um, does Chris Pratt really want to do another one? Maybe, <laughs> right. maybe you kill him off. Right. You know, sure, he's the most likely of... Uh, we need you to come back. Yeah. You know, we we need you to kind of help this franchise ten years from now or something like right. that. I, I get why you don't throw him, but these these original three, throw them to the wolves. They, they don't need to be there. Well, and I'd take that a step further and say, did anybody even get hurt? No, the plane crash drove me crazy. Yeah, because they they have no windshield. They crash into and both of them get out. Uh, I was looking for cuts. Yeah, no, no shards of anything cut them. Yeah, uh, Adrian said uh, they weren't even wet when they got out of the plane. <laughs> yeah, and I go, were. oh, I didn't even notice that. I was yeah. looking for. I was like, they they went headfirst into this yeah. ice ice lake, and and I was looking for for cuts of any sort, like yeah. just just one that they do on the yeah. know, the top of the head, make them look like there's. Yeah, no, I, I was trying to think back as you were talking, and I didn't remember a single injury to any of the main characters. Like not, not even a scratch. Um, well, they were attacked by locusts. Yeah, and their suits but... were were scraped up a little yeah, bit. Their suits were scraped up. Okay, I think there was blood beneath the suit. Okay, uh, just, a, just a little bit. Jesus. But so oh, okay, that's I will, how not I will to give... write a Jurassic movie. <laughs> right, I will give them a little bit of credit, and and it's only a little because I think they also botched it of they made raptors again be bad guys mm-hmm. uh that's the scariest creature you have the t-rex could be argued the coolest creature that you have but the scariest ones are the raptors mm-hmm. and they brought bad raptors and they made the targeting thing mm-hmm. i mean sure because we introduced it why not use it i guess mm-hmm. um but you find you didn't have them creepy hunting raptors it's just more of a yeah. hey run run go go attack you at least they're bad guys mm-hmm. you know Making the making your best bad guy a good guy and not replacing it with something cool that 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 was a problem, um, but Bryce outrunning a raptor, yeah, and it's not like she was changing directions and right. it couldn't you know keep up or it was a straight run, and you're like okay maybe I guess but then the same raptor chases down a motorcycle right. and a truck, you know like how did she possibly outrun like there's just it's just bad. Yeah. Again, it's just no thought put into it. It was a paint by number movie. It was a Jurassic formula. We're going to do the same thing and hope that people come in and see it. And I'm guessing people will, but as long as that's what, unless I can get a strong sense that, and trailers are always misleading, but unless I can get a strong sense that a future Jurassic movie is trying something new and, and significantly new, I'm done. I will not watch anymore. They're a waste of my time. It's boring. It's the same old stuff. I'm not in all of it. Well, did, so did, did you know this one was going to be in a preserve? Because I didn't. It was no, sold but to I, me honestly, as 
in the world. I mean, the trailer doesn't really do a lot to to bring you in, but at least the concept was potentially in the world, and right. I kind of wanted to see where they were going to go with it. I don't, I don't know that I watched the trailer for this. I was just wholly uninterested in any of it because I now had five movies leading up to this telling me it's going to be the same thing, and then they delivered the same thing. So, you know, take a break for ten years, and then maybe show me a trailer but if i get any kind of inkling that it's the same old stuff i'm out i won't watch it well i'm gonna go back to the the cannon fodder part you introduce uh chris pratt's friend trainer friend uh when the raptors are coming after him mm-hmm. he has a handgun doesn't even try <laughs> to shoot at the raptors no, shoots, the, shoots the hatch above him like right. this thing is trying to eat you in two feet and you're not even gonna no one yeah. shoots at a raptor yeah. at all no it's like no, these are bulletproof raptors. Like it's, it's like they feel like their their weapons are ineffective, right? Like, do you have, did the raptor kill anybody? No, I don't think they killed anybody with a speaking line. I I don't think that uh, they're just trying to shy away from any kind of direct violence. Is what I can kind of see. Like they're okay with dinosaur on dinosaur violence, and they're okay with human on human violence to a certain extent, but like they don't want any like crossing of paths anymore like they don't want i mean i guess they allow the bad guy like the true bad guy to be killed by a dinosaur but beyond that it didn't seem like i mean there's a few other ones well, they, that got eaten but yeah they should guys get eaten in the yeah. underground trade market yeah. i guess and the dinosaur fighting i mean they show it's not that they didn't show people dying is it no one you have this basically group of 10 people that are speaking credits and yeah. one of them died and he's the big bad and he dies in the exact same way as the big bad in the first one, right. which they're trying to say is tying it back or poetic. Probably, they brought back yes. the, the then they brought back man. the, yeah. Yeah. Um, dumb. Yeah. Dumb. I, I think the thing, the biggest takeaway here is that if you're going to have a movie on an existing property, you need to try some fresh things I think the other big takeaway is that um, if you're going to have your main characters not be in any kind of threat, it's not like we haven't seen this before. There are plenty of movies where we know the main characters, or at least the main character, is not going to die, right? Uh, We'll pick on Marvel. What Marvel does, though, is they make some of the other characters around them have a little bit of a threat to them, but then affects the main character, because then the main character is worried about those people. And they make you care about the plot moving forward and that there's an investment to be made in this movie. Even though you know Cat may not die in in Winter Soldier, you care about where this storyline is going next and what the outcome of this movie is and how it affects the next one. None of that exists in the Jurassic World. These could all be anthology movies for all we care. It doesn't... The things that tie them together don't have any weight and they don't matter. So when you have a plot that doesn't matter and characters who are invincible and then the same sequences and the same animals that we've seen, it just leads to boredom. Yeah. I mean, I mean, to your point, you don't, you're not thinking that Spider-Man's going to die. Right. When he's fighting the green goblin, do you think a Spider-Man is going to be able to save everybody that he cares about? I don't know. And right. that's, that's what I'm, you know, and then he's got to deal with that. Like right. that, you know Spider-Man's going to make it, yes. but is MJ, yeah. is Gwen Stacy, is Aunt May, yep. you know, are they, they going to make it? I don't know right. what they're going to do here. You and know? then so you that, know that the... when that movie ends, it has direct impacts on the next one. So you're, you have right. an investment made. Jurassic World and Jurassic Park, no, there's no investment to be made. Like to your very, one of your first earlier points, like you could roll into this movie and not really have seen either of the first two Jurassic Worlds, and it wouldn't really matter. These might as well not be connected. Yep. Yep. I will say that uh, the Wanda Wise, uh, I'm glad she got her second plane. So good, <laughs> yeah. good that they wrapped up that whole plot point. Like, yeah. wh- why? Been waiting, why put that in the movie? Been waiting five so movies st- for that. So stupid. Stupid. Like, yeah. Oh, it's just, this is my baby. It's like, well, I'm glad you got to spray paint it too on the side. Yeah. Like, why? Do, why does she get a, a wrap up thing? Like that's because there's dumb. probably a toy on a shelf somewhere of that plane. That's probably why of the of the first and second plane. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you get a little custom decal 
for a one, or maybe they, they make they, you buy a separate ones. Here's the first one. Buy and here's a separate. The here's Collect the first all one two. Then. I mean, so if you're going that route, why not even wait until the next movie and she has a cool new different plane? I don't know. Uh, there's no. I like the character. She, as I like, there's just a, we don't need to have everybody have a, a, a cool wrap up scene at the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, I did like her. She was actually supposed to be uh, Maria Rambo in Captain oh. Marvel. Okay. Um, but she was tied to Netflix in the show that the she's got to have it. And so she had okay. to do contracted to, to do that. And she didn't want to piss off, uh, Netflix because why, why would you? Right. I don't know. But I think piss she dodged a bullet there. To go to Marvel. I don't know. Well, but I think she dodged a bullet there because Maria Rambo, what she's the parent of a cool character, yeah. and she got one movie, and yeah, she did get to come back and whatever. But yeah. I think there are plenty other characters for her because I liked her. I really mm-hmm. like. I'd not seen her or remembered her in anything. Yeah, um, but I thought she was the one who actually kind of cared yeah. about her performance. Agreed. Um, she stood up, and me. and so uh, and I think it's because she's new. I think the rest of them were bored, to be yep. honest. Um, and she was trying to make a name. This is, is her coming out party, kind of, in a big blockbuster. And I, and I do think she'll get a Marvel offer. Uh, this is hopefully something that has a little bit more staying power than old uh, Maria Rambo. Everybody gets a Marvel, Marvel offer at some point. It's too big. Why not? And you have, have, a whole, yeah. you have a whole slew of uh, X-Men characters coming at True. some point. True. Hold, hold out. Don't, don't take... Uh, don't take a cheap cheap spot yeah all right i think that's gonna do it for jurassic world dominion our next episode we're we're rolling a a three-sided die i think we've got some options on the table we're not sure where we're gonna land but it sounds like it's between a wrap-up of the obi-wan series uh hustle on netflix with adam sandler and a basketball movie or potentially the black phone which seems the most interesting of the three i feel like and it could be something else completely different. Could be. Could be. Well, a randomizer. Right. Uh, Amazon, <laughs> Amazon Prime. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Carson, where can they find you on Twitter? At Carson Graff, G-R-A-F-F. You can find me at, at Two Views Garrett, G-A-R-R-E-T-T. You can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at, at Two Views Movies, or you can email us at twoviewsmovies at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the show via Apple, Google, Spotify, basically anywhere you listen, we are there. We will be back soon with one of the three or a random option, but uh, we'll get you with one more episode in, uh, in June. Catch you next time. What should we do next? Something good? Something bad? Bit of both? Bit of both!